Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Every stage of our lives brings new challenges and opportunities. And did you know that you can love and embrace all of it? Come with me and let me show you how. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back. So glad you're here. I got to tell you, these last few weeks have been a little bit of a roller coaster for me. I have really had to do a lot of thought work myself, really paying attention to my brain when it offers me self-doubt. And I was so, so grateful for my coach today. She pointed out that, you know what? No one should be alone with their brains. (laughs) And I love that. I love that. I love coaching and I love having coaches in my life. Anyway, so these last few weeks, as I was thinking about it, if it if these weeks were a book, I think the title would be, I Just Want to Fix It. <laughs> so all of my kids are grown and out of the house, and I try to stay in touch with them at least once, sometimes more than once a week, either through a phone call or a text. And um, over the last few weeks, each one of them has been sharing experiences or challenges that they they are facing right now. Like my daughter in the hospital that she works in is actually going through some staffing changes. And so this means that her schedule will change and she will be doing the night shifts for the next several months. Thankfully, my son-in-law will be able to watch my grandsons, but not having a normal sleep schedule on some of those weeks is really, it's really tough. And then to top it off, my son-in-law might even have to have a, a, a work schedule change as well, which might throw another challenge into this mix. And then one of our sons was playing soccer several weeks ago when he felt a pop at the bottom of his foot, which is never a good sign, right? Anyway, so he has been dealing with an injured foot now for a few weeks, and it seems to be getting better, but it's still it's still hanging around. Another son just has voiced a few times just how frustrated he is with his job and even with just the way his life is going right now. It's just not exactly the way he had pictured it would go. And then our youngest son was stuck on an airplane last week on the tarmac waiting to take off for over an hour. He was coming home from South Carolina, going to Utah, and because of flight and weather delays, they were actually sitting on the plane. There was no air, and he was stuck. (laughs) And as if this wasn't bad enough, and I know it happens... But he then sends me a text that says, but that's okay. At least the food poisoning that I had last night is gone. <laughs> ah! And then my husband, it seems like almost every day he is facing one issue or one problem after another with his position in work. On Tuesday, I was hiking with some friends when one of my friends tripped on a rock and fell face first going downhill She luckily missed a rock completely, didn't hit her head, but in the process, injured her hands and her knees pretty well. Another friend of mine, I found out, is suffering from the loss of her father. And another friend this week had to say goodbye to her son for two years while he serves a mission in a foreign country. 
Each one of these people that I love dearly was hurting or frustrated or grieving in some form or another, and all I wanted to do was fix it. Do you ever feel like that? (laughs) Maybe we women and moms feel like that more often. I don't know. Maybe everyone feels that way. But as mothers or parents, we naturally love and want to protect our children, don't we? And it carries over to others that we're close to. When I hurt and I grieve and feel disappointment or any type of negative emotion, it just doesn't feel good. And I find myself wishing that it would just go away. So when someone I care for is feeling these feelings, I just want to take those feelings away from them. I just want to fix it and I want to make it all better. Like how a Band-Aid and a kiss would make my children, my little children, better when, um, whenever they got hurt. And often, does this happen to you? I don't know. It happens to me often where I'll lie in bed and I'll think of ways that maybe I can help with the situation or what I can do to make everything better. But here's the deal. I can't. I can't make anyone feel better. I can't take anyone's challenges away from them. It's not possible. And honestly, I'm not supposed to. None of us are. In fact, that's not what they need from me. Now, I want to dive just a little bit deeper. When we think or when we have that fix-it mindset, we want to fix things. We want to make, make it better. We're thinking that we want to make the other person feel better. But in reality... What we really are trying to do is we want to feel better ourselves. Now, I want you to think about this. How do you feel when you watch your child or anyone you that you love go through some type of difficult situation? When this happens to me, I tend to worry a little bit. Okay, I can hear my kids now. Really? Just a little, Mom? <laughs> okay, sometimes I worry a lot, and I don't like that feeling of worry. So if I can find a way to fix it, fix their situation, I can be free from feeling that worry, that worry about them. Does that make sense? My brain thinks that if I can fix the problem for them, then they will feel better, and I can feel better too. A few weeks ago, I was listening as a close friend of mine recounted her son's battle with lymphoma years ago. And as she cared for her son and she was witnessing his terrible pain and the horrendous side effects from the treatments he was receiving, all she wanted to do was to take this away from him. But then she shared how through answer to her heartfelt prayers, She felt really impressed that this was her son's journey, that this was his experience to experience. She could not fix it, but what she could do was trust that God was aware and knew what was best for her son. She then shared that after she let go of trying to fix it, she was actually able to feel peace. And this is true for all of us. When our family, friends, or anyone we care about is going through hard, something hard, we're not supposed to fix it or take it away. And when we try to fix whatever another person's struggle is, we actually end up getting in the way of what that person is supposed to learn for their own benefit 
for their own growth and for their own refinement. Now, I know it's tempting as a parent. Believe me, I totally get it. We want to protect our children, right, from feeling any type of negative feeling or hurt, or we want to protect them from having to go through hard things. But when we shield or try to protect our children from from doing hard things or feeling those disappointments or sadness, they are not going to know how to navigate when they get out in the real world. Not allowing our children to experience those negative feelings or the hard things while growing up really robs them of the ability to learn how to become resilient and grow in the process. Now, it all goes back to that 50-50 life experience that I've talked about before, right? Where there has to be opposition in all things. Every one of us is going to experience challenges and negative emotions in our lives. That's just how it's supposed to be. Because we have to grow, and that is how we grow. And although it's not easy, and it can be especially difficult to watch those that we love and care for go through something hard, our job is not to fix any of it. So what can we do when we think we just want to fix that situation for someone else? What do we do when we don't want to feel that worry? Well, I have found six things that have worked for me. Now, before I say these six things, I just want to let you know that I'm not perfect at any of them, but I really am working on them. Okay, number one, understand first and foremost that what they are going through may be hard, but it is for them to experience. I cannot take it away. Number two, I can support them and love them where they are by keeping my opinions and my judgments out of it, right? They don't want to hear what I have to, what I think about it. They don't want to hear any of that. They want to know that I support them and love them. Number three, taking the time to just listen. Maybe all someone needs is just a listening ear. Allowing someone to just talk without trying to offer solutions may be all the help they want or they need. And I know this is not always an easy thing to do because we think we know. But that leads me to number four. Ask questions for understanding. Don't assume you know what they need. Let them tell you. And then you can help them as you can. Number five comfort and encourage them. This may look something like a simple hug or or even cookies or chocolate or a a visit. I don't know. But it also can mean reassurance. Reassurance of your belief in them and their ability to go through this hard challenge. And number six, if you know me, you know what I'm about to say. I never forget to pray. God knows what they are going through much better than I do, and He knows what they need. And through His Son, Jesus Christ, He can give them the help that they need. Now, just so you know, again, I am not perfect at any of these things, but I am so much more aware when I get into this fix-it mindset. And I can tell you this. 
that when I do show up this way, it makes all the difference. Understanding that it is not our job to fix other people's challenges will free us from worry and it will allow us to give them exactly what they really need. Love, a listening ear, support, comfort, understanding, encouragement, and faith. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Have an amazing week, and I will talk to you soon. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.